Well, all right, everybody, we are back. Uh, didn't really think to, we'd be talking to you at this point. We're recording this Friday morning. My name's Jeff Gluck, and I'm along with Jordan Bianchi, who is at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Got up bright and early this morning, drove down to Atlanta. And uh, Jordan, what are you seeing there at, at old Atlanta Motor Speedway? Does this count as a post-race podcast? Because they're race hap- didn't happen but i'm still at the track so i don't know how we you know determine this counts or not pre-race podcast or the race that will never i mean i have no idea this is uncharted territory for it us really is. yeah i mean all you can do is laugh cry i don't know i mean it's i don't even know like i'm i'm sort of in shock about this whole thing still like i can't really like i almost thought about saying something on the last post-race podcast at phoenix like well just in case this is the last one for a while. But I was like, nah, stuff's not going to happen that fast. Like, we have a few more weeks before it really gets bad to the point where they're going to cancellation or cancel everything. And then next thing you know, I mean, everything gets canceled except for NASCAR. Uh, you obviously go down there thinking you're going to see a race, albeit with restrictions on what the media can do and no fans in the stands and all that stuff. And turns out you get there and they'll take us through. I mean, you drive in the track and what happens? Yeah, let me let me set the scene for you a little bit. I drive into the racetrack. Now you come to a race on a Friday morning. You it, it's not jam packed necessarily, but it's definitely bustling. Things are you know you look around, you can tell it's a race. I mean, people are setting up their motorhomes and campers. There are concession stands open. There are merchandise haulers everywhere. People are selling things. People are moving around. You see people walking. You just you, there's an event. You don't know what that event is, but there's an event. It feels like you're in an event. Driving today, it felt like a ghost town almost. It felt like I kept thinking about Back to the Walking Dead, which is a film that's you know kind of about the apocalypse and how it's filmed in Georgia, and it just kind of made me think of this. It's just like wide open. There was no. There was a few campers, but not really. I mean, just wide open lots. There was no semblance that anything was happening, and it just felt very weird. I mean, I've been at racetracks before where there's no races, but you still felt like something. This just felt like, I don't know how to describe it other than just off. It was something was missing, something was not present, and I didn't know what. And and then I get into the media center, and like a few minutes later, it, you know, we learn that, you know, we, we start hearing that this is going to be canceled, and... It's just like you said, it's a weird time because we don't know what's next. And there are certainly a lot more questions, a lot of questions, and just not a lot of answers right now. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like this whole thing was so in flux even this morning. And again, we're coming to you Friday morning about an hour after we've learned of uh, the race being postponed. Um, NASCAR has postponed both the Atlanta race and the Homestead race. Um, And then IndyCar postponed or canceled their entire season up through April. So, yep. uh, you know, Long Beach Grand Prix after 45 years, done. Uh, that that streak's broken. Um, St. Pete obviously was supposed to be the first one there. Barber Motorsports Park, mm-hmm. uh, Circuit of the Americas, all those races are gone. Sounds like, I mean, NASCAR used the, the postponed language, so we think that they will try to make it up later. But at the same time, we don't know if this is just the beginning of things or, like, yeah. if this period will you know, be done after a couple of weeks. We don't know anything. So who knows how long this could go on. And then you get races stacked up against each other. You only have so many off weeks. There's only so many midweek spots. I think mm-hmm. there's, like you said, there's just so we have nobody, nobody has ever lived through anything like this um, in the history of NASCAR. So we don't know how they're going to handle this. 
I mean, this is just completely uncharted territory. I, I can't even imagine all the impacts this is going to have on people. And really, what's scary, Jordan, too, is we know that race teams need to race with sponsorship and things like that. And, and yes, you know, and that's the, a big component. Yeah, and I'm, I'm worried about people's jobs. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about people's jobs. There's some teams that I'm honestly worried about. Even, you know, teams that have charters, you, you wonder, you know, how are they going to get by for – I don't know. I mean, this is going to be two weeks right now, but is it going to be longer? I mean, I look at the NBA. The NBA is out 30 days. Golf is out 30 days to thereabouts. So if you do the math, that's four weeks of NASCAR races. So I, you don't know. There's just, a, like you said, it's, it's, it, the impacts of this, the ripple effects is incredible. And it, it really could have a profound impact because, you know, like you said, you start stacking up races. If you're just missing two races, if you you know you got you got to figure out a way to get Homestead and Atlanta in, you can do that. There's a way to do that. But you start stacking up four, five, six weeks of races, that's tough. Even if you you know even with the off weeks, even if you go to a couple midweek races, um, it could be a challenge. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Is like you know we know that some of the smaller teams in the past, you know, it's like they get to the off season and they lay off their employees because they don't want to pay them in the off season and they hire them back. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like people have, you know, salaried stable incomes a lot of times, um, you know, on, on some of those smaller teams. So I, I don't know what happens. And then, but I, 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 yeah, go ahead. I was just, and I'm spitballing here. So if I'm, if I'm wrong, just tell me to, to shut up. But, and you know, I'm thinking about this and we've talked about it a lot, how this year's a transition year and teams are looking ahead to 2021. And what's that balance between wanting to be competitive this year, but also wanting to focus on next year. And we know, we, we've heard, I mean, NASCAR is going to a new car next year, and there's going to be layoffs associated with that. You know, you start to wonder if this thing lingers for too long, do people, do teams just say, you know what, I'm, we're punting on this year. We're, we're, we care about next year because at this point it's a lost cause. And it's just, it, it's just that, that's what comes to my mind right now. Well, I really hope that's not the case just because... I mean, I, I would hope that's not, you know, like teams still have inventory. They still have some sponsorship, you would think. Um, maybe you can move some sponsorship around from what you would have had for the races. I, I don't know. I can't even, I can't even, I don't know, you know, selfishly. Look at us, Jordan. I mean, we have a job where our identity is essentially being at the racetrack and informing fans and wanting to be there. I mean, you had an option to not go to Atlanta and you were gung ho. Like you wanted to be there and you wanted to give people the story. I would have been crawling to Atlanta if I had it to. Yeah. And I, I have no doubt. And I'm sure you would have wanted to be at Homestead. I wanted to be in Atlanta as weird as that was just to be like, what's this going to be like? And so now we're faced with this weird situation where nothing's going to be happening. We're at this odd pause that nobody expected. Um, and I, I just don't know what anybody's going to do. I don't know what we're going to talk about or write about. Or, I mean, what does this mean for for our jobs and things like that? I mean, everybody everybody who makes a living in professional sports right now, I think, is kind of you know taken aback, worried. But you know, I will say that said, I mean, NASCAR, I, you know, obviously they they couldn't race. They, it was the right decision to pull it. I'm I'm surprised that they tried as long as they did and in so many ways to keep this race going for this weekend, but how could they have I mean everybody should, once once the Masters gets canceled or at least postponed uh, this morning earlier this morning before the NASCAR stuff. I mean, if the Masters is doing it final four, I mean it's just like all right, what's what's going on here? They 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 could maybe race one week at best, but they weren't going to be able to race beyond, you know, a couple yeah. days. 
And here's the question I keep asking myself, and I, and I really would love this answer, and this is something I'm trying to dig on, is what was the upside for NASCAR to race this weekend? Now, you can sit there and say, well, we own the weekend, and there's no other sports going on. There's going to be more eyeballs on that. But really, in the big picture, is it worth it? Is that enough of a reason to race this weekend when you look at the downside? Because I don't think there's really a, a significant upside that, would com- that should have compelled NASCAR to race this weekend. I just look at the fact that if you get some drivers sick, you get some crew guys sick, whatever, all of a sudden you're going to have to deal with that. And you're going to you're gonna have to answer those questions of why you held a race on a weekend when every other sport didn't despite these risks. So that's the question I keep coming back to is what was the upside for NASCAR to do this? Yeah, I just think it was, a, it was some hard-headedness, you know. Um, well, just because other people don't have to do it or are doing this, we don't have to do it. And, you know, I think too – Look, the the NBA probably would have kept playing, which I, in some ways you could argue the NBA's season suspension uh, triggered this whole thing. And that goes back to Rudy Gobert, um, a player on the Utah Jazz who got the virus. And, you know, he was about to, you know, he well, he apparently infected at least one other teammate. And, you know, that I think that until that point, the NBA was saying, well, let's keep playing and see what happens. And then he gets a virus and it's boom, shut down because then you got to quarantine people for two weeks. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, that it affects all these people who's he played against, who's been in the arena, all that stuff. So it's it would have been the same thing in NASCAR, kind of like once they get a patient zero, essentially, then everything gets shut down. Like they would have had to quarantine teams and drivers and whoever was in the hauler. And but they hadn't really, you know, we don't know if anybody has it, obviously, but. We hadn't known of anybody that had it yet, so maybe they were just going to keep trying to race until then, and maybe Fox was like, hey, it'd be really good if you could help us out here, and who knows? I don't know all the reasons, and and, and what we talked about before is race teams need to race um, to get the money, so you know, maybe they were just trying to do that, And and but I, I agree with you, though. Like Ultimately, long run, big picture to, to risk people's health. It, it was never going to work. I just I was surprised they made it as far as they did to Friday morning and almost had people to track an IndyCar too. IndyCar the same boat. I mean, they were trying to do the same thing. Oh, they said the street course is already set up and you know, it'd be too hard to do this again. And I just think when things like this happen and people's initial reaction is, okay, uh, it's going to be too hard to do this or logistically, they're not really thinking about how bad this is. You know, it's, it's almost yeah. the same thing. Remember Jordan, when they, uh, they grounded those seven, uh, seven thirty-seven max planes, um, all over the world after a couple crashes and like initially uh some of the airlines here were still flying them like well let me you know see what happens but maybe they can work through it and then it's like okay now they haven't flown since i think sometimes you just think logistics first and you don't see the big picture yeah to me it's like a relationship if it's bad sometimes you just gotta you just gotta pull the parachute and get out of it and take a step back and say this is gonna suck and it's gonna sting in the short term but long term we're gonna be better off and i think that in some respects is the, the mindset I think NASCAR should have had, but wait a minute, Jordan, are we, are we breaking up? Are we breaking yeah, up? No, like, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, you know, my, my eyes are starting to wander and I'm starting to look around a little bit. You just, I don't have the spark anymore. This is how you spark tell me on a virus post-race podcast that we're yeah, done. There's just, there are other people I want to hang out. If I'm going to have to sit in my house for the next 48 hours or however long it's going to be two weeks, I'm just, there's other people I want to talk to and hang out with. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I can understand that. You need a break. We need a break. Yeah. Jordan, what are what are 
what's our next steps here? What are we going to do? I got a, I got a uh, 12 questions for the next three weeks. Uh, That's the question I have for you. I, I saw your tweet last night. Like you, you do these 12 questions. They're great. What, what's your plan? That, I'm curious about you because you really rely, you know, on these interviews that you do. I, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, it's the thing is you don't have, it's one thing if we weren't going to be at the track and there was still races going on and we would still have stuff to talk about. But when the season just sort of, I mean, you know, we have this exact same questions about what was going to happen the rest of the season as we did last week leaving Phoenix. So it's like this giant pause or it's like it's frozen. So what are you going to do? Like to write another article about, oh, could Hendrick be good on the intermediate tracks? Like, ah. and then, and then other, you know, the other thing is the, the human side of the sport of what people are doing and, and all that stuff. Like, you know, what are people's interests? Well, everybody's interest is going to be like, well, I'm sitting at home. I'm, you know, sitting in long lines at Target. Uh, there's no toilet paper. I'm stra- you know, I'm watching, I'm playing video games. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know what we're going to talk about. It's going to be weird. Yeah, it's, we're, it's certainly not going to be anything on the racetrack. I think it's going to be a lot of, you know, big picture stuff. Um, Are we going to have to get into the, e-racing, Jordan? I I like e-racing. I like the i-racing stuff. I respect them. I don't know if my colleague does, but I know I love them. I don't know what your problem is. Well, you may you may be after to write about them because that may be the only the only racing. But Jordan, let's let's try to do another podcast sometime. Another teardown. Yeah, uh, as long as maybe, we're you know, as long as the I don't virus. Find a new partner. Okay, well that's that's a risk. I know that's a risk right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hate to leave you guys off here, but I have no idea what's coming next. When our next one will be? When we're gonna? I mean. I guess we'll just try to do another one next week and just see what's been up. I mean, who knows? But who knows how things could change this time next week. But So weird. Yeah. Jordan, safe travels home. Stay safe. Thank you. And everybody that listens, please stay safe. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Be smart. Yep. Um, you know, be good to each other. This is an odd mm-hmm. time, so it's stressful. You know, people are going to snap at each other, but try to try to get through it. Smile. Smile. Smile at people. Goes a long way. All right. Everybody, uh, take care. Until next time, thanks for listening to The Teardown.